Hello, hello, Cash Money fam. It is Priscilla, your girl, and we are recording episode number nine of the Cash Money podcast today with my beautiful friend, Destiny. We just recently connected on Instagram and me and her pretty much have the same mind. It's crazy because this was the first time we actually ever talked was on this podcast, uh, talked like on the phone. Um, Basically, we just go over the law of attraction, manifestation, everything. It goes perfectly with the podcast I've filmed with my boyfriend about how the music you listen to should align with your beliefs and we really just talk about the law of attraction manifestation and everything so if you guys want to keep listening to that go ahead record with me of course I'm so excited I've never done one of these so we will see (laughs) it's so fun believe me so I did have a few questions for you if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself first Okay, so I am Destiny. I uh, run official Don't Think Feel on Facebook and Instagram and all that uh, social media jazz. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm 21. I'm about to be 22, which I'm super excited about. Um, When's your birthday? My birthday's in May. So. Well, my birthday's in August. So I'm going to be 22 as well. Oh, nice. 1997. Yes. Um, 22 is a really good number too. It's a really it's a master number in numerology and mm-hmm. really, it's like in alignment with like your life purpose and turning dreams into reality and all the things that you've been working for actually like happening and so I'm just super stoked damn I'm more stoked now <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a good year for us girl it really is starting off with this yes that's okay. awesome so you do uh, it's network marketing right or multi-level marketing yeah so I it was kind of like a passion project of just like putting self more awareness of self-love and self-worth and self-care mm-hmm. out into the world. Um, I feel like that's kind of where my heart and soul was pulling me. Uh, to oh, wow. And so I started out with the Facebook page and mm-hmm. that went well. Um, I got good response and then I got put in Facebook jail for like a month <laughs> And so I started the Instagram and then I kind of stayed connected on that. And now we have the Facebooks back up and, and we're all rocking and rolling. So perfect. You have everything now. Yeah. I'm, I'm just excited to see where it goes. That's awesome. So why did you start? So I knew it was like a spiritual journey, but the specific um, like doTERRA and things like that, I'm so curious about those because I've barely heard about them, but I'm like super intrigued. Yeah. So um, don't think feel started with kind of with my dad. Um, mm-hmm. that's something he would always say to me growing up, just if I was having a struggle or a problem or a conflict with anything and I would go to him and he was, he would always just sit there and listen to me vent and then just look at me. And it was the same thing every time. Like, don't think feel. Oh, okay, dad. I know, but I just need to get it out. <laughs> so I actually have it tattooed on me in his handwriting just because I, as I've grown and lived and experienced life more, I kind of realized why it's resonated so much with, you know, the way, the, the way the world works. And it's more about gnosis, which is something that I've kind of dived into. Um, Gnosis is the combination of, your mind and your mental being able to understand something to acceptance 
mm-hmm. in combination with your intuition, that gut feeling and something feeling like it's the right thing. Yeah. And so that like knowing in your heart of like, this is what I need to do, or this is what's right for me. And wow. so that's where it all started um, with him. And then him just being like, you need to, you need to put it out in the world. And, and I've always been super hesitant because I would always think too much about what other people would think. And what if oh, I yeah. put myself out there and people were like, she's a crazy hippie. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> and so it was kind of that back and forth of, I really want to put the content out because if it finds someone that needs to hear it, yeah. you know, but could then, change their whole life. Yeah, it could totally change their whole life and their perspective and the way they see themselves. Um, and so I kind of just took the plunge and was like, okay, we'll see if I get one view then that's enough if I get one person that was like oh my god I needed this then that's enough for me and it's actually really awesome that's beautiful yeah I love that a lot because definitely I definitely get called like a kind of like a hippie when I'm like oh yeah I manifested that they're like what does that mean like people who don't believe in that I'm like what do you mean what does it mean yeah I think people I think everyone knows that it's a thing um, I think just understanding it is hard for people because yeah, people will say all the time like mm-hmm. oh you jinxed me or knock on wood don't say that you know like your words have power and the vibration of your thoughts and and everything that you put out into the universe that will come back to you mm-hmm. and people really 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 um, they like yeah they like to say don't jinx me but then I'll be like they'll be like oh I want this and I'm like well just think about it all the time yeah and they're like, what do you mean think about it all the time? Like, if you think about it enough and you think about how you're going to get it, you're going to, it's going to fall right into your lap. Yeah. It's all the law of attraction. But then it's dangerous because if you think about the wrong things too. Right. And I that's think a huge thing people for me. Well. It's like, yeah, like I had, um, I was, uh, I talked about this on my last podcast, but, um, I worked at a restaurant and then I had, um. I had worked at Sephora before that, but then they let me go for the season, but then they hired me permanently after. So I told, I was joking in the restaurant, like, oh, it's my last day tomorrow because I'm going to go back to Sephora. And my, um, my coworker was like, why? And why is it your last day? And I was like, oh, because I'm going to die tomorrow, like as a complete joke. And then I got into a car accident the next day and my car was completely totaled. So I was like, oh, I'm not joking about anything like that ever again. You better make big money jokes. That's what you need to do. I know. I was like, oh my God, I'm always going to think about good stuff now. Yes. That is so crazy. Yeah. So, and I know a lot of people where that stuff's happened and I find myself, if I, if I keep thinking about my worst fear, it always happens. So, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because people will believe those stories. And then when you say something great that happened that you manifested, they're like, well, you probably, it was a coincidence. Or you, exactly. You had to be like, better. oh, well, it's only because this, this, that. And I'm like, no, it's too much of like a, like a pattern for that, you know, to happen. Because right. um, actually today, something like that happened to me too. I, uh, so when I first started my lash brand, there was a, um, a influencer that I used to watch on YouTube a lot that uh, well, was somebody pretending to be them that reached out and asking for like a PR package. And I got really excited, but then I looked at the email and, and I realized it was fake. Right. And so I put on Twitter today, like a, like a, haha, like I remember when this happened and I tagged her 
And she actually responded and was like, oh, I actually want to get some of your lashes. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Like, damn, like, holy crap. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy how things just will circle back around. Oh, full circle. And people full like circle. I'm a huge believer in that. It doesn't even have to be a hippie thing. It even says that in the Bible for the religious people that if you want something, mm-hmm. claim it. And because um, that's what that was my original like law of the attraction, like finding is I was like, oh, my God, it actually even says it in the Bible, too. Yeah. So I'd like pray. I'd be like, God, like, like, I'm going to claim this, like, please give it to me. And then um, and then I would get it. And then it's also says that li- the power of life and death is in the no, the life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if you speak death okay. over your life, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no matter what you believe in, it always ends up circling back to that. Yeah, I, I've been totally involved in so many different, like religious ways of living. Mm -hmm. Um, My, my mom's side of the family is all like, pretty Catholic. And then Mm -hmm. my dad has like Jehovah's Witness and, and Christian and, and it's just like this big mixing pot of all these people, but that same little underlying Mm -hmm. thing where it's like, you have the your all of the things that you need are in your faith. Yep. Like you just have to believe it and that's it is what it is. You are what you are. And so it's funny that you say that cuz it's totally people will will t- talk about prayer for the things mm-hmm. that they want, but when you're constantly worrying, it's like you're praying for those negative things. That is exactly true. That's why the Bible tells you not to worry. I think exactly. it's because it's like, if you keep worrying, it's going to happen. Yeah. He's probably up there like, I tried to tell you. Yeah. He's like, yo, do not <laughs> read my instruction manual. Like, I gave literally you says it right there. <laughs> and I have, and I, I mean, I, I had crippling anxiety, like all throughout school. I think I pretty much have it super, super like down now, ever since I started getting like more in tune with like, okay, I do have some control. Right. That makes life so much easier and it makes it so much better. But I feel like people are so trained with their like negative mindset because it's way easier to be negative than positive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, let's be honest. It's way easier to like if something bad happens, just be like, oh, I freaking hate my life instead of just being like, okay, like everything's fine. Like when I got in my car accident, the like one thing I because it all came up in my Snapchat memories from yesterday. That's why I remembered it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, it's always around this time of the year that something big like that happens. And so I was looking at my Snapchat memories and I and I put a like a video saying like, I don't know why this happened, but it was supposed to happen for a reason. And then I was like, that's weird. <laughs> like, why did I say that? Like, it just kind of came out of my mouth. And then um, I don't know what it was, but I had to get rid of that car, you know, and that's what had to happen. And at least I didn't actually die. I think that was just God warning me, like, seriously, stop. Yeah, you better check yourself. For real, before, literally check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> so when you first started the Instagram and just this whole journey and like being like out about it, um, was it hard at first? Oh, definitely. I I would have ideas of videos I wanted to put out or lives that I wanted to stream. And it would take me like four days to work up the nerve of like, okay, just do it already. especially for live streams yeah or having like okay what if you do a live and then no one gets on or what if you make a post and it's just you just post it and then no one likes it or Mm -hmm. you like 
I would read it so like I would read the caption so many times where it it stopped making sense to me because you like look at it <laughs> yeah you just read it so many times you're like what yeah um, so I just had to really get into the like sitting in that place of if this is what you really feel like you need to do then you just need to go with it like you just need to do it yeah and that's that's something super true if if there's literally things if whatever's tugging on your heart the most Mm -hmm. you just need to do it and that's like I literally had my lash brand idea in my head for a full year before I I launched it and that bothers me because I'm like oh my god the the market's getting pretty oversaturated but had I started that year before I probably would have been like on top of it you know yeah so I'm like yo if you if there on your heart and tugging at you and you can't stop thinking about it that's time to take action I feel the same way because when I was younger and YouTube first Mm -hmm. came out oh yeah post videos and delete them (gasps) me too post videos (laughs) on YouTube like makeup tutorials or like vlog style video like I would just do a little bit of everything and then I would rewatch it and delete it and you're like I hate it (laughs) And now that it's popped off and you look at everybody like that stuck with it and just grew with it. And I was like, mm-hmm. that was my highest self telling me. Throw it on the yeah. YouTube. And I mean, it, it'll it always come back in a different right, way. Right. But um, which is the, the only thing that makes me feel better about yeah. stuff. I'll be like, damn, why shouldn't I done that? I'm like, well, it'll always come back in a different way. But yeah, I feel you on YouTube. Um. I feel like the the prime time to start was like 2013, mm-hmm. 2014, because that was when it was just like popping up. Because yeah. I mean, in 2010 or 20, 2007 to like 2010, that was when like, if you made any videos, like they would go viral, yeah. you know, it didn't matter what it was, because there was just not that much content. But then 2014 was when I, when I made my first YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And that was when they let anybody monetize their channels. So I actually was making like, a, like nothing much. Like I made like 20 bucks in like six months. But either way, I was like, holy shit, I'm making money from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's starting YouTube. You can't even monetize your channel until you have like 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 subscribers. And then that's when you can put in an application. Yeah, it's so crazy how a creative outlet will get so like capitalized on yeah saturated Mm -hmm. and stuff too yeah because exactly when youtube first started out you know nobody knew how to monetize their shit they were just doing funny videos they were just like haha like this is for my friends but there wasn't like i remember facebook wouldn't let you upload videos it was really only youtube and that's why people started because that was pretty much the only place you could put videos on um and then you would just post the link so people would just um do that and that that's why videos went so viral because it was more of an outlet Mm -hmm. you know and everybody would just go on YouTube to learn how to, like, sew or, like, change a tire, you know? But now people saw, like, holy crap, these people are making, like, like, I think you can make, like, eight figures off of oh, YouTube yeah. if you have that much uh, money. Or, I mean, that many views or whatever. But people saw, like, oh, my God, people are making their livings off of that. I want to be my own boss. And then they try to do it and everybody and their mom tries mm-hmm. to do it. But I feel like if they didn't have the calling or passion for it, I feel like they shouldn't have yeah, done it. That's how I feel. But that's just me. Because you don't want to force anything that you don't want to do either. Just in the thoughts of like, oh, I might get financial freedom. Right. Like, I think the idea. I want to do my lash brand if I hated it. Yeah, the idea is definitely there of 
being your own boss and doing what you want to do like that's an amazing Mm -hmm. goal to have but I think when people sell out or they they go about it the wrong way that's when it it sucks because it's not even something you're passionate about Mm -hmm. so exactly and I think um people especially in the internet now everybody instead of doing what their calling is they want to just do what's going to make the most money but I'm like okay you might manifest that but that's not going to bring you happiness Mm -hmm. in the end because honestly who knows how long Instagram is going to be around so might as well do what makes you happy regardless Mm -hmm. I know and love and success have been turned into such a one-size-fits-all idea Mm-hmm. And it's going to be so different for everyone. Like the thing yeah. that actually really fulfills your heart is going to be totally different than the next person and the next person and the next person. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's why some people do YouTube um, and then they ended up getting famous off of it and then they love doing it. And that's why they like never stop. But then some people got famous on YouTube and just hated it. And then they burnt out. And then, you know, they really internally, they just wanted to you know, have a simple life, but they were just trying to do something else, you know? So definitely I have friends. I grew up in really small towns. So I was born in Salinas. Right. I know you're from there. And then I, uh, and then I moved like all over Arizona. So I'm from a lot of tiny towns in Arizona. Um, and I know a lot of people here where their definition of success, and this is totally fine. That's what they love to do is they have like, um, some of them have like little farms and some of them just like, uh, get like um, little licenses to work at like dental offices and things mm-hmm. like that but they just love the simple small town life like that's the shit they live for right. you know so me like I like I never think I'm better than anybody or anything just because I want to be more like LA like city you know business type because that's the shit I live right. for you know so it's just I feel like that's why I've never I refuse to join like any norms like that I don't want to do like college is one people give me shit for all the time like why aren't you in school and I'm like I really just don't want to go you know and see and I'm like it doesn't bring me happiness you know and I'm like there has to be a way out of it and I'm thinking if I did that just to make everybody happy I would hate my life right now see I did that for a cool minute I yeah yeah how was that it was rough it was it I wasn't I love learning I love learning mm-hmm. uh whether like it doesn't even matter what it's about and I don't even have to agree with it but just gaining like yeah. new perspective and new ideas like that I love yeah. that and so I I've always done really well in school because I can retain stuff because I like mm-hmm. having the information but my yeah. parents and my grandparents like if I would have gone to college and got a degree I would have been like the first one, right? Yeah. And I knew how important it was to them and the way they would talk about it. And like, since I was young, I've always had good grades. So it's always been a thing Mm -hmm. of like, oh, she's going to go to college. Like she's going to do this and she's going to do that. And it was such an expectation that I didn't want to let them down. Mm -hmm. And so I went and I I was going to go to school for nursing. Like I wanted to help people but I wanted to make money. Like you got to yeah. make money. If there's no, yeah. especially living in yeah, California, especially living in California. And so I was like, okay, like I'll go be a nurse. Like my Nina's a nurse. My cousin was going to go to school for nursing. Like, mm-hmm. and so I picked, of course I went to Humboldt because 
that's where all the hippies live and so yeah <laughs> I went out there because I was like okay if I'm gonna do college I might as well go somewhere that's gonna resonate a little bit and so yeah. I went and I did it and I was probably there for maybe two years and I was just like mm-hmm. no like my life the universe totally took over and was like this is not where you need to be and brought me back home. yeah it was like I was I had good grades I was killing my classes but I was so miserable mm-hmm. and I missed home Ugh. and it yeah. was like this isn't what I want to do like I'm gonna be a nurse and then and then what yeah and then if you already don't like school imagine how much you're gonna hate the profession because exactly. <laughs> school is usually I mean school is not easy by any means especially not college hell no I went I mean I went to college and I I might go back just to learn things but I don't think I'll ever get a degree that's just me yeah. but um I went for things I wanted to learn, like investing and stuff. And I liked learning it, but I hated the timeline of when I had to do yeah. things. Because there's stuff where... Like, what do you mean I have to do an assignment yeah. twice a week? I don't know. Like, if I'm passionate about it, I'll do it. Like, I'm on Yeah. But if it's like, okay, we have to go at this pace because yeah. we're catering to everyone, not just your level. Mm-hmm. Like, I might do like an online college just because then you can go at your own speed and yeah just get through it but you can get books at Barnes and Noble and learn the same thing without having exactly that's that's so crazy I feel like I'm so glad I'm doing this podcast right now because I literally my mom was like because I'm doing business consulting right now but I really want to go like official official and just learn more and so um my mom's like well why don't you like go back to um it's kind of like the equivalent of like a a heart now is by my house she's like why don't you go there like CAC and I was like, um, because I can learn everything online. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, I don't know, mom, like, I really don't want to pay for anything that I can really just kind of get for mm-hmm. free and then learn, you know, at my own pace and set my own lesson plan. Yeah. And if, if you and have honestly, the accountability, like, the- like you want to learn it, yeah, you'll go through it mm-hmm. so fast that it'll probably happen faster than if you ever even were to take classes for it. Mm-hmm. And especially, yeah, especially because um, to get like a like a degree for it, like, first of all, to get an AA, it still takes two years at like what full time. So I'm like, no, I don't want to I don't want to do that. Take two whole years to do what I want to do. I'd rather just do it now and just like constantly educate myself because I'm not uneducated by any means. Like I read a lot of book mm-hmm. I li- books. I listen to podcasts, you know, things like that. I'm constantly reading um in learning things but it's just I'm not like the cookie cutter educated and that's been something that's hard for hard for me because I always like I feel like because of the system of like our education system people uh measure their like self-worth on um right how well they did in school and I was I never did good in school so I always was just like damn I'm dumb you know Mm. (laughs) I was just like oh like I already feel terrible in high school how am I gonna feel in college when I'm paying and doing bad <laughs> so I was just like I always told myself um because I moved back to Salinas after I graduated high school and then I just recently came back to Arizona so I've been just everywhere <laughs> my whole life but um I told my mom I was like mom once I graduate I'm going to California and I'm gonna learn how to be an entrepreneur and she was like um okay because I don't have any entrepreneurs in my family so I think every like even extended family I think everybody was just like where the hell did she get this mm-hmm. from and they've always just been super good employees. You know, I have a lot of cousins with degrees and I'm just like, um, 
no. So I, so like right after I turned 18, I, the two days after I was on a plane to like Oakland and I was like, okay, like I'm going to figure out how to do this. I'm, I'm just going to figure it out. And I actually didn't even start a business until, um, like less than a year of me, like after, like moving. So like, like 11 months before I moved back, that's when I finally started a, a business. So I knew it was going to happen. I manifested it, but it did not happen how I wanted to. That's for right. sure. That's okay. But sometimes things like that happen, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I, I can relate on the level of like people, no one in my family would even think of doing what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. it's all either like we're super good work. Like my parents raised me, like you, your job is a blessing. Like you, yeah. you go to work and you, you put everything into it. And mm-hmm. so I know how to work hard. I know how to be a good employee, but yeah. it's, it's too, it's almost too structured for me. Like I want yeah. to be able to get into this and get into that and travel and not have to worry about like my time off requests and like oh, all of yeah. that stuff is just, it's too much. Like I can't. That's a, yeah, that's a huge one. Cause I actually just got back from LA and, um, I was like, oh my God, there's no way in hell I would have been able to do this with mm-hmm. the job and just constantly like a regular job and just constantly like worry, like already booked my, cause I booked my tickets first before I get any time off. That's what I always used to do when I worked and I would always somehow cut it close. And I was like, damn, like I can't do this. <laughs> And I mean, jobs are blessings for people that because some people's purpose, they they love working their mm-hmm. jobs and going home to their family. You know, that's their definition of success, which is awesome that they can stick to a routine like that. I feel like me, I'm just the me and you, we're just different, different. you know, yeah. I'm like, I need to be able to go wherever, whenever and be able to spend my money how I want and do this and that. And mm-hmm. people kind of get uncomfortable at that thought. Yeah, people get super uncomfortable, even with me just talking about because I do, um, so I have, there's two brands that I mm-hmm. work with. Well, there's three. And Ooh. I am all about like helping people find their power. Like whether you want financial freedom, you want to be able to work from home, you want to spend more time with your family. Like the whole idea of having your cake and eating it too. Like not having to mm-hmm. choose between making money and having time for your family or like being able to support yeah, exactly. them, but also like not having to work all the time and things like that. So direct sales is a really good way to go about it. But my mm-hmm. whole thing is it has to be something that you love. Like if you're yeah. selling something that you love, you're selling love and it's completely different. Yeah. Oh, wow. I like that. Yeah. It's completely different than trying to sell something that you don't even believe in. And you're just trying to make it all mm-hmm. off somebody. Yeah. So, because that's like guilty, right? Like it's the whole energy behind it, and they. I feel like people can feel it when you're trying to push something on them, because when mm-hmm. we like when we love something, we already share it. Like if you go see a movie yeah. or you try a new taco spot or something, you automatically go and share it with the people that you care about because you want them oh, to yeah. experience it too. And so if you can find something and make money off of that, because you're already going to share it anyway. Like, yeah. 
to me, that's where the whole idea of, you know, just if, if sales is what you want to do, or if like connecting with people, because my whole thing is the connection with the people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to work at a job where I would have never hired that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whether it's their energy or their work ethic or whatever it is, like, having to – you spend more time at work than you do anywhere else if you're mm-hmm. working, like, a cookie-cutter kind of position. And yeah. so I feel like you should be in a work environment where you're happy. And if you can't find that in the workplace – Then create it. <laughs> All right, so I don't know what happened there. We just, the call dropped, so sorry if this podcast is a little choppy. We had to pick up from where we uh, left off. Are we back? Yeah, sorry. I don't know what happened. I was like, oh, are we done? I don't know. My bad. I was like, I was like, oh, like, is she, is she, like, pausing? And I was like, what the hell? And then it just, like, made the little boop sound, and I was like, uh, I know she didn't hang up because she was in the middle of a sentence, so... <laughs> Yeah, so where we left off, do you remember where we left off? Create kind of dribbling. Oh yeah. Create yeah, what you want. Mhm. And that's I love what you're doing. Uh I love that you chose that path um and decided to live out your truth instead of just um kind of going with what everybody else said even though they are your family and you love them. Right. Cuz that's a huge thing for a lot of people you know like when I told my mom I didn't want to go to college because none of my mom's kids well my sister's in college now but it took her like a few years and my brother's in the air force right now and I'm just being an entrepreneur and she wanted all three of us to just be in college you know because right. I think that's m- most parents want that I mean it's not a bad thing to want it's just it's a bad thing to want if you're like I mean it's a bad thing to do it if you hate to do it you know right especially all the the debt that comes with it mm-hmm because I was, I didn't take out student loans, but I did put all my classes on a credit card. Right. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, God damn it, I should have just like Googled the stuff I wanted to learn. But I just was like, I was feeling the pressure. Everybody was on me about not going to school. So I was like, fine, I'll go if you shut up. Yeah. And, and then I went and I was like, damn, now I'm in debt. <laughs> yeah. And people get so... The thing to me that's crazy is that people are willing to go into debt to do something that they hate, mm-hmm. but they're not willing to make an investment in themselves. Yeah, because they're not confident with that or they right. don't think things like that work. And so that I think that's why I get so passionate about like knowing your self-worth and finding mm-hmm. self-love and self-care and people are going to have opinions regardless because they're going to project their fears and their insecurities and their own stuff onto you Mm -hmm. like you're never going to be able to make everyone happy like the only person that needs to be happy is you because when you are when you're good with yourself the rest of the world can be falling apart around you and everyone can be going through their own drama and it, it doesn't even affect you because you mm-hmm. know who you are and what you stand for. And I think that's where people get really lost is mm-hmm. looking outside of themselves for the things that are going to make them happy. Yeah, it's so true. I, and I know it's because we have this um, kind of system, how things work. You're told you're supposed to, especially if you don't see anybody in your life doing anything mm-hmm. different. 
that was my thing with me is everybody uh went to the workforce or they went to school and I was like damn like like I feel like weird wanting to do something different but um so I was just but I like luckily I started reading books when I was like 16 about how to get out of that stuff so I was like I was like damn like hell yeah like people feel how I feel awesome like now I don't feel so alone but there's just a system of like okay so you go to school for 12 years minimum or I guess 13 years if you count kindergarten I don't Mm -hmm. know (laughs) so then so you go for like 13 however long years and then um you're told you know go for four more years and that's like almost like how it has to be and I was just like damn like like I don't want to do all that and I like I know it's it's just people they just don't think there's any other option and I know it's hard to make an investment when I first started my lash line I like cringed when I had to like put the down payment on everything Mm -hmm. I mean I was excited as hell but I was just like like oh this better work out (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was like oh this yeah exactly I was like damn and then coincidentally I knew that's how I was gonna end up doing this full time because right around the time I was starting it my job just became unbearable to be at there was just like and I and I was being the best employee I could but when God's telling you to get out of a situation he's gonna remove you I didn't get fired or anything but um it just got unbearable it was like just stupid things were like happening and then I would get blamed for things you know so I was just like I was just like fine like I was like god I'll quit if you give me another job lined up so then I get it like a job lined up but then so then I quit I get the confidence to quit and that job never came through so I was like damn geez now I really have to make this work so I was working at it working at it and every job I tried to get after that because I'd be like oh oh it's not it's not gonna work out so I need to get a job that job would suck too and that literally happened Mm -hmm. like three four jobs later until I finally was like you know what full-time doing this done that's it I'm not doing anything else because obviously I've seen what happens and so it's just crazy (laughs) when you know what you need to do don't like fight it yeah don't fight it because that the process of going against it is so much more work than if you were to just Mm -hmm. go with the flow so true and I know it's people just they get so scared when they see anything that's uncertain because people people truly believe that there's job security they're like oh well this job they're gonna like um have this company forever but like look at what happened to the government shutdown I mean they had government jobs and they weren't getting paid like that terrifies me because people like to work for the government because it's secure Mm -hmm. and I'm like look there's like you know like no matter what you do there's always going to be an uncertainty but if you love your government job of course do it but I'm just like people have that like they always give me a hard time when I try to explain it I'm like but there's not there's not a hundred percent certainty that I'm gonna excel in this you know but there's not a hundred percent certainty that you're gonna keep your job either yeah it's just what are you willing to sacrifice Mm -hmm. to do what you enjoy I I like this is the first time in my life this past these past few months that I wake up every day and I'm like damn I really like just I just have so much energy I'm just like I like I can do what I like I'm genuinely just so happy with how my life is and I'm like when I worked a job like that I hated I was just like oh my god like I can't I can't do this and I would get to the point where I was just like I would just have like I'd be tempted to just like not show up for work and stuff like that and I know that's bad but I was just like I like the passion in me is just out Mm -hmm. right now 
but now every day I just wake up and I'm like I'm just able to do everything I love and I I truly believe that's something that everybody deserves to to wake up and just be happy you know yeah on days that I know I'm going to be working like consultations for doTERRA or consultations Mm -hmm. you know doing hair consults or whatever I'm going to be doing if I know that that's what I'm doing that day I can wake up at 5 a.m and go for like 16 hours and just go and go and go go. you have so much energy and then there's days where it's like okay I have to get up and go to work and I don't know how long I'm gonna be there and and Mm -hmm. it's just it's a different energy especially when you're working for something that the only thing that you're getting back is the paycheck yeah and even then the paycheck isn't worth it especially when you have to sacrifice all of your energy mm-hmm. and yeah cause exactly because when you get home and then you have to work on your business but you're so mad about what happened throughout the day it's just it's so yeah. draining and it becomes like more of a chore to do the thing you love yeah. because you don't have the energy chore. yeah exactly and then especially if it's eight hour days or worse people who work overtime mm-hmm. so 12 should even 16 hours a day they're just like oh my god like I can't do this and you just want to come fall in your bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then start it all over. I've done that routine mm-hmm. before. That's why I'm just like, you know, I prayed for something different and I got it. So I'm running with it right now. You know, I like literally manifested like everything. And I'm glad you understand because that's so hard to explain to people. Yeah. I think once they like, go, oh, how did so. you take off? Once they get it, it, it's so much easier to just. Because mm-hmm. you can't even see life any other way anymore. Exactly. And I and I honestly think everybody has that. Like you said, everybody knows that manifesting and like the law of attraction is real. I mean, when I was little, my mom would tell me like, I'd be like, mom, I can't do it. I can't do my homework. She'd be like, if you, say, if you think you can't do it, you won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a basic like human rule and like rule of life. But people just really don't see the light of it. They just see like the bad things, right. you know. But I'm like, no, you literally can change your entire life. Yeah. And I think, too, like, whatever companies I decide to put my name to or become a part of, like, I'm super picky. And so mm-hmm. even, like, when it comes to, like, the makeup that I'm in with and doing that, it's all about helping you find your confidence and helping you find your power versus like Mm -hmm. the generic beauty industry is all about let me point out all your insecurities and then oh here's the thing to fix it exactly that's literally I've worked for countless um brands and Mm -hmm. companies before and that's pretty much the exact like motive they're like oh okay so if you see somebody with dark spot recommend this and I'm like I'm not going to recommend that to somebody if they haven't voiced that insecurity and it's like what am I going to do? Just enhance their insecurities. Yeah, like go tear them down and then give them the tools to build themselves back up. Yeah, tear them down, take their money, and then yeah. give them the tools to and build themselves like, back no, up. No, like it's it's totally backwards, and I can't stand it. Me neither. I, I, I would never do the sales guides if they were like that. I was like, no. Uh, and then I had better sales when I was nice, so I was like, um, yeah, I'm not going to be rude for no reason. I know I've gone into Sephora and like I'll go in there and I'll know what I'm getting but you just Mm -hmm. you 
you can't not look when you go in. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't. And so I'll be You're just like, there's so much yeah, stuff. And I've had girls like come up to me and be like, oh, are you looking for concealer? Um, <gasps> no, bitch. I wasn't. Like, no, I'm looking for a fight now. <laughs> Were you? Because I'm about to give you a black eye. Like, <laughs> I'm not a violent person. But... You're going to need tele foundation yeah. for that color correcting but, cream. And it's like, dude, like, where did that even come from? And it's just like, it's part of your training. Like, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's also like, um, I'm not saying everybody that works at Sephora is insecure by any means, but because um, I work there and I'm fine, you know, but it, I just feel like a lot of it's projecting their own insecurities, especially because it uh, it is part of the, like, I don't think it's part of the official training, but, um, you know, people do, they'll, they'll recommend something for a skin problem. Like people will recommend things for skin problems that I didn't even tell them I yeah. had, you know? They'll be like, oh, I'll get you something for your acne. And I'm like, I had one forehead zip. Yeah. But they'll just <laughs> take it and acne, it. you know? Yeah, I'm like, wow. And then, but then I'm like, no, I'm not. I never take it because I'm like, I'm not giving in to your freaking standards yeah. like that. I was like, I will take what I came here for. Thank you. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, that I wish people understood is that mm-hmm. nothing that comes out of, like, nothing that another person does or says or reacts to like ever really has anything to do with you yeah it's all them yeah and it's like when you're healed from something it doesn't Mm -hmm. affect you like you don't get worked up about things that you're not insecure about yeah so it's just crazy to me that people get so caught up in taking things personally when really everyone is in this mode of taking it personally without even realizing mm-hmm. that they're all in the same loop yeah exactly like they're all taking everything that each other said to heart and they're not even looking mm-hmm. at what really like instead of looking at what they did look at why it's affecting you why is it hurting your feelings why is it triggering exactly and heal through that because once you've healed through it it doesn't affect you it's oh yeah all the time um before I started like taking care of myself like that because you know self-care isn't just like face masks it's just looking back and just seeing all the stuff you got to work through too people would just say general stuff and like just I I can't even think of an example but I just remember they'd say general stuff and I get like so offended and I'd be like whoa they weren't they literally didn't even say my name they were not coming at me Mm -hmm. at all but I'm just not healed from certain things right and I think it takes a lot especially like if you're someone that meditates and or just like takes Mm -hmm. like solitude and takes time to just be alone with your own thoughts Mm -hmm. like the things that'll come up or like cross through my mind and I'm like where did that even come from mm-hmm. and then you have to really take the time to sit back and and look at it and face it and be like oh like that's what that is or that's where this is coming from like I was blocking my blessings so bad with like money because mm-hmm. my dad has always worked really really hard to like keep us mm-hmm. all taken care of and there was a part of me 
that I felt like if I was making money, he would feel like I didn't need him because he, mm-hmm. he wasn't like a lovey-dovey person. He's not someone to really spend time because he's always working. And so yeah. his way of really expressing that, like we would go to Toys R Us and we could pick anything we wanted. Or we like yeah. that was the thing and so I was like I had that just when you're seven and you're building mm-hmm. your understandings of the world it's like oh when dad wants to you know treat us or make us happy or like hang out and when we have that time it's like oh we're going out to the store to buy something or we're going out to McDonald's and that was like a treat like when McDonald's was like mm-hmm. a treat back in the day yeah and so there was like a part of me from when I was young that just held on to the idea of like I would be taking that away from him yeah when in reality he is so happy to see me being able to support myself and he doesn't have to stress about you know sending me money or worrying if I'm okay or anything like that like Mm -hmm. but I had to face that and be like damn like that's where all that's coming from yeah I know I totally feel that I um I was blocking my blessings a lot because I didn't think I deserved certain Mm -hmm. things I'd be like oh yeah that that, that'd be nice uh but uh, I, I don't know I don't think I could do that and then I I did a consultation uh with one of my friends and uh, her name's Celeste and she was like why do you only charge like this much for this and I was like I don't know I thought I was charging a lot and she was like no she's like you need to at least like quadruple what you're charging so I think I was charging like less than a hundred dollars like for everything and she was like you need to at least like triple it and I was like I was like um and I was so goddamn scared I was like dude like oh like okay but like and then I started doing that. I put that out there. And then all of a sudden, that's when people started doing consultations. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how come I couldn't get any when I had yeah. it so cheap? Like when you're, when you're at your highest vibration, people will respond to that because that's the vibration that they're trying to match. So true. And it's like, they don't want you to be unsure yeah, about it. Because I used to be all about like the homie hookup. Like back in the mm-hmm. day, that was like the thing of like, like, don't worry, like, I got you, like, it's all good, and it's, like, you're totally, you're basically saying, like, I don't believe that you could step up to the level that I'm at, like, let mm-hmm. me bring it down for you, and it, it kind of killed the, the motivation and the investment, and yeah, it takes away from both of you, because then it's, like, well, my time and my services aren't worth enough and your time and your commitment aren't worth that much. Yeah. But we're just going to chill here in the comfort zone instead of actually taking that leap together. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. It's just when people like watch the snippet of, I don't know what type, of, I think it was like a TED talk where it was um the, these like two young entrepreneurs were starting like a tech company and they they were talking to a billionaire to get him to invest then they got nervous so they're like oh if we could have you on the board of investors and he was like uh or advisors and the billionaire was like uh advice is cheap get the money (laughs) but they just felt like oh like I probably don't uh deserve this a lot but because like 
the billionaire had that um like emotional uh education right. he knew that they really wanted it but that they were just that they felt like they didn't like kind of deserve it so he told them he's like advice is cheap get the money yeah but it's true though it's so true you can't keep selling yourself short or else that's just how it's gonna yeah. be forever you know I feel that and I feel like when you block your own blessings, you block other people's blessings right? too. Right, because you take the opportunity away from them to receive what mm-hmm. you were meant to put out into the world. Yeah, exactly. Because if, you know, what if I was like, oh, I don't want to uh, do the lashes anymore. I hate it, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't think I deserve it, whatever. But then somebody whose life was going to be changed because I put them on my PR list, you know never got added and they never got like exposure in the makeup community or whatever I'm not acting like I'm like a huge brand but you Mm -hmm. know but like what if that was supposed to be their breakthrough you know so it's people like if you're not gonna think of like yourself think of the other people you know because I know a lot of people are selfless and they're just so humble and I'm like okay well that's fine but you're gonna be blocking other people's blessings too and then they're like oh holy shit yeah I know my dad always used to say, like, either you're going to work for your dream or someone's going to hire you to mm-hmm. work towards theirs. That That is 100% true. And some people are great employees mm-hmm. that just love doing that. Um, and that's how, you know, that's how it works. Not everybody can be an entrepreneur, but not everybody can be a worker either. But I feel like if you do not, like, go to your higher self and you're just always, like, staying lower at the level you think you deserve because it's hard to think you deserve a lot because you don't want to feel entitled either but like I know I deserve a lot if I work for it I don't think I'm entitled to anything but if I work for it then of course I deserve and I know it's going to be given to me or earned I mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) but a lot of people I know they just really really want to be uh humble to the point where it kind of hurts them but I think too a lot of people don't realize when money comes to you, when opportunities come to you, when, whenever the things that you really want come to you, they're coming from God and from the universe. It's just through other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that is so true. I was just talking to my boyfriend about that. Yeah. It's like, you can't be so worried about like, oh, if they give me $300, they're $300 out. Like, no, mm-hmm. if, if you're giving them some kind of of knowledge or something that they can build on or something that they can capitalize on like you're giving them so much more than just that $300 Mm -hmm. like they're gonna be able to take that and they're gonna be able to find happiness with it or you know expand their own whatever it is that they're trying to do because they were Mm -hmm. trying to invest that and now they've planted a seed to grow something bigger Mm mm-hmm and that's super true. I know a lot of people um, will, like, feel bad if they want to charge what they're worth to somebody. And they're like, oh, well, like, because I had a coworker. Um, it's not like it was charging what, what she was worth because it wasn't her company. But we worked at, like, a little skincare place in Carmel, Loxiton. It's not in business anymore over there. But we worked there. And um, she was like, oh, like, like I want to, I want to sell this but I I don't want people to be out of money and I was like I was like well who are you to like tell like tell them you know how much money they have to spend Mm -hmm. and 
and like that that could be like their like one thing that makes them happy and you're like holding it back from them because you're being hesitant to like suggest it or sell it to them right even little things like that you know I feel like a lot of people especially they don't want to charge what they're worth because they're like oh like I just care about this person I don't want them to spend their money but I'm like it doesn't you know it doesn't matter that's God's way of putting money into your hands like it'll come back to them too right that's right it's a lot a lot it goes full circle and I feel like people just really are just so scared Mm -hmm. but people will say all the time like you gotta spend money to make money you gotta spend money to make money and it's like Mm -hmm. okay everybody has that mentality when it comes to dumb like Mm -hmm. alcohol or like yeah things that people will say that to are not even the things that it really is meant to be yeah like they they won't even be able to invest it they're like i need i need this bag because you have to spend money to make money i'm like how is that bag gonna make you money I'm like, that phrase is meant for investors. Right. <laughs> but I know some people. And I feel people... like people, yeah, misuse it. Mm-hmm. You know some people that do that? Or... Yeah, I just know so many people that will say things like that. Like, oh, you got to spend money to make money. Or, like, I get the law of attraction. And so I mm-hmm. talk about it all the time. And so there's people around me that are that will say to me, as they're spending money on something that they don't need to spend money on. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm putting it out into the universe so it can come back to me. And it's like, you can have that mentality, but you have to think about mm-hmm. what are you spending the money on? What are you investing yeah. in? Like, if you're going out and you're spending money on a spot. On a bottle at the club. Yeah, it's one thing. But if you're going out and spending it on, like, if you're going to spend it on yourself and you're going to buy yourself a bag, mm-hmm then that bag better be your motivation to like that better be where you're keeping it back yeah Yeah. like where you're keeping all of your like your business cards and Mm -hmm. you're you're gonna carry it around with like such conviction that Mm -hmm. you're gonna be a different person carrying that bag because you can invest in something and be like I'm gonna buy that really expensive bag because I'm the kind of person that can spend that much money because the universe is bringing money mm-hmm. to me. Like, that's one mentality. But if you're like, I just mm-hmm. want it. And so I'm just going to say, oh, you got to spend money to make money. Like, just empty yeah. words. Because if you mean it, that's when the universe will listen. That's so true. And a, a lot of people just do it to excuse their just crappy spending habits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, buying a bag isn't like terrible, but. If you're not making five grand a month, but you want to buy a, a $2,000 Gucci bag, <laughs> I don't know. In my opinion, I don't want to judge anybody, but I'm like, that Gucci bag, like you said, better have your business cards, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I want a Gucci bag. I'm. It was kind of a note to self to get myself to not want to buy one anymore. <laughs> you're trying to talk yourself out of it? Yeah, I'm like, because I was really thinking about buying, I was thinking of financing one, and I'm like, hell no, what do I look like financing a bag? A bag. Not even a car, not a house, financing a Gucci bag. I was like, oh, hell no. No, you just got to make the money to, to go in there and pay for it. Yeah, just pay it in cash mm-hmm. and then be like, have this come back, please. There definitely is, like, truth in that uh, that spending money makes money, but that's really only it for investments. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can't say like, oh, things are going to come back to me. But the only time I say that is if I get something for somebody else. Right. Like I'm like, um, if I give like $20 to somebody or somebody really needed something. So I spotted uh, them the money or whatever. Um, and I'm like, oh, it'll come back to me. It's no big deal. But I not if I buy something on myself. Yeah. The only way I can justify me buying something for myself mm-hmm. is when I'm thinking about the fact that now they have the money. Like mm-hmm. I just, like we just had an exchange where I'm receiving something that I am going to mm-hmm. use or love or like depending on what it is. And now you have money to go out and do with it what you will. Mm-hmm. Like that exchange of energy is one thing if you're going to do that. Cause I'll, I'll go get a massage and I'll be like, that was my universal commitment for the day well that's also that's also self-care though that's always gonna if you take care of yourself your yourself you're definitely your own best investment right like I think what goes like the food you eat you know Mm -hmm. the care you receive that's huge that's a great investment and I definitely think everybody needs to invest in things like that or else you know I just feel like people who don't invest in themselves they just always think they're not worth it and just don't end up making money because they don't think they're worth making money. <laughs> yeah. And then they get so resentful towards the people that are making money. That's uh, that's a huge one. I see that all the time. They're like, uh, they're like, oh, I couldn't have done this or I would have uh, been able to do this. And my mom and dad paid for everything. Like, and then like the person won't even get everything paid by their mom and dad. They're just mad that they're making money. Or if they do get it paid by their mom and dad, who cares? You know, why are you resentful? Mm-hmm go get it on your own and then be like, yo, I got it on my own. And then that's that. Yeah. I just feel like it's just crazy because people think they don't deserve a lot and then they get mad at the people who did think they deserved it and then went and got it. Yep. And I know this is going to be a powerful conviction to some people. Yeah, no. So if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, no personal attacks. I just want you to know you deserve better. Yeah. And people get so worked up too. Yeah, and money frustrates people. So when they see people with a lot of money, they automatically just feel like entitled to, it's weird, like, um, I know a lot of people that they'll find out they have a rich family member, and they're like, they need to give me money for this. And I'm like, why? Like, what did you do? (laughs) Like, did you know that family member? What did you do for them? I was like, why did they need to give you the money? And they're like, well, they're loaded and in, and I'm just like, um... (laughs) no it's not how it works because I, I I would be t- like horrified if you know once I make my money if like I had a random second cousin that's like Venmo requesting me ten thousand yeah. dollars but people get so like, uh, worked no. up about money and money is neutral mm-hmm. money is a vehicle for energetic exchange like that's all yeah. it is whatever you decide to do with it is what people really love like people don't even really love money you can have all the money in the world sitting in your room with you and it's not going to bring you Mm -hmm. any happiness to just have it sitting there it's what you do with it yeah you know the freedom or the time or the the possessions it can be but it's like what they're symbolic of too Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think money is just like satan's powerhouse Mm -hmm. they're like oh well um money is the root of all evil i'm like uh 
no, it's the love and obsession with just money to where you're disregarding human life to get it, you know, you're disregarding everybody around you to get it. I think money is a huge blessing. And when I Mm -hmm. tell people that they kind of, some people get weird. They're like, well, money isn't everything. You know, I've literally, there, there was, there was a time where I asked, um, somebody to like, I think it was like braid my hair or something. This was back when I was in high school. I was like, Oh, can somebody do French braids? I'll pay you. And, um, this girl replied and was like, yeah, I will. But like, don't pay me. I like, I hate money. And I'm like, it's like, uh, I was like, that's why you broke. Shoot. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) um, why do you hate money? And I'm not, and I don't, I'm not going to accept the free service from you. (laughs) Like, um, no, thank you. (laughs) So I was just like, oh, like uh, I'd rather pay. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like, well, why, why would you even offer to do it if there's nothing in it for you? people just think they're they're like lower than dirt sometimes and I'm like you can't think of yourself like that and then get mad when there's people that don't think of themselves like that, that or they think that they're better because they don't overindulge yeah, in, they're in like, money yeah they're like oh yeah I would never buy um like a Gucci bag because I have like a like a kid or whatever and I'm like well like you can have both if you play your cards right you know mm-hmm. You're not better than the mom who has this, the Gucci bag with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> there was a there was like a meme I saw on Facebook that it's like, oh, pay attention to the moms who look rough. Uh, they're the ones who um, give it all to their kids. And a lot of people were like, they were getting mad at that. Um, and I was too. I was like, why? Why does the mom have to look rough just to prove that she takes care of her kids? Like moms can't take care of themselves. Yeah, moms can be hot too. <laughs> I know. I was like, when you're a mom, I feel like you you should do that mm-hmm. stuff because like you're probably losing it taking care of your kid you yeah. know but see my thing is if I were to ever have kids I would mm-hmm. want to be the example for them exactly and that's the thing that I never really understood is how parents will be so big to to push their kid and motivate their kid and tell them that they can do anything but mm-hmm. not even live that out themselves and then wonder why that yeah, kid exactly. doesn't go out and change the world. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. There's the moms that are like, oh, you, you know, you can do anything, but then the mom will be like, or the kid will be like, mom, like, uh, you should do this. And then the mom is like, no, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like negative. And I'm like, kids literally, they absorb all of that. Like go by the example. Mm-hmm. They don't go by the words. Nobody really listens. They just kind of, go with the flow mirror what they see mm-hmm. and that's like and so habitual. like people who oh yeah sorry no, what were you saying it's like it's instinct because they just yeah it's like following the tribe like back in the day when you mm-hmm. you had to be one of of the pack to survive like you have to be like everyone else they have to accept you or you're out on your own mm-hmm. And it's exactly. times aren't like that anymore. You can be your own person. You can do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like people just think they're so undeserving for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is a vicious cycle because their pro- parents probably felt the same way and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Or somebody told them like, oh, you're not worth it. And instead of them just being like, okay, they're just like, oh my God, maybe I'm not, you know? Right. And I just think like, like what you said about healing earlier, like I think a lot of people need to heal first before they project things onto those around them, right. whether it be your kids, your uh, cousins, whatever. 
if you don't heal, like, how are you going to expect the, the people you love that you want to bring them up? How are you going to expect to bring them right. up? It all comes back to you. It all comes back to you. You got you to gotta get right with yourself before you can get right in the world. And people think that's so cliche. And I'm like, no, like, dead ass. That is just how the world works. Yeah. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Exactly. My cousin sent me that quote earlier today. It resonates, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that's true. Because, you know, you see people overwork themselves because they're like, I need to do this for this, this, that person. And people think I'm crazy because I'll be like, uh, people will be like, oh, I need you to do this, this, that. And I'm like, uh, well, I'm kind of busy, so I could do one thing for you. And they're like, you know, why can't you do all this? And I'm like, uh, because I have stuff to do for like, myself. Why can't you do I it all then? Too. Yeah, I'm like, um, like, uh, you know, and people, people think I'm like crazy for that, for like making sure I'm good. Like, um, anybody that's a people pleaser that just says yes to everything mm-hmm. are automatically some of the saddest people I meet. Oh, yeah. Because they can't say no. They don't have boundaries for themselves. And I'm like, that's, I'm like, if people ask me to do things, I'm like, like, I, if I can do something and I want to, of course, I'm gonna be like, yeah. But if I just am genuinely just like uncomfortable or it just doesn't benefit me or I really just can't do it, I have too much shit on my plate, I'll be like, no, but good luck. And then people are just like, people, they don't, they don't react as bad as you think they're gonna react. Yeah. And if they do, then cut them off. Like, I'm not going to be around anybody that expects me to do a bunch of shit all the time. But I think, too, people need to understand and really understand that your boundaries are to respect yourself, not to disrespect Mm -hmm. others. Like, it's not about making them uncomfortable or not doing something for them. It's about taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the energy and the mentality that you have to be in to really be able to say no and not feel like shit after exactly and I know a lot of people they kind of um put their like self-worth of just like oh well, well I have to do this for these people and like if I can't do it then I'm not worth anything and what's my purpose and I'm like yo yo, yo you can't have that you can't always think that because then one thing goes wrong and you just don't think you're worth it. I'm like, you can't do that. You already have a purpose, just the fact that your heart's beating. Mm-hmm. You know, God doesn't put people here on accident. Yeah. And and so if you are just like a huge people pleaser, like you got to please yourself first. Like you got to make sure you're happy, you're good, your mindset's right. Because how are you going to do something for other people if you can't even like do anything right by yourself? Right. It just always comes full circle. Just everything with the law of attraction just starts with you and ends with you. Yeah. And I think people, it's like, I listened to, I don't know if it was a TED talk or like just a seminar online, something, but the guy said, if you lose your, if you're inside and -hmm. you're about to head out the door for the night and you lose your keys, Mm -hmm. right? You don't know where you put them and you're trying to leave. And then your lights go out. It's Mm -hmm. the middle of the night. You're about to go, you know, to to the club, to a movie, whatever. You're about to leave. You lose the keys in the house. And you're like, well, I'm not going to look for the keys in here in the dark. I'm going to go outside to the streetlight because there's Mm -hmm. light out there. And so you start looking for your keys outside under the streetlight. 
Mm-hmm. And your neighbor comes out and he's like, oh, like, what happened? And you're like, oh, I lost my keys. And the, you're looking for the keys and like, where did you drop them? Oh, inside. Like, <laughs> why are you looking for your keys outside when you drop them inside? And it's like, oh, well, there's light out here. You're like, uh. and it's like, okay, just because there's light out here and it's not as dark and like alone and you really got to like dig deep and like feel the like you can't see when you're trying to work on yourself, you're not going to be able to see the results. It's going to be something that you feel when yeah. you feel your keys and you find them and you grab on them and you're like, oh, like, cool. Like I can go. Mm-hmm. It's that feeling of going into yourself and figuring out where where are your keys, your keys mm-hmm. to happiness, your keys to success, your keys to love and light and your purpose. Like they're all inside you. And just because it's dark in there doesn't mean you can go outside into the light and find the keys that you dropped inside. Yeah. And you can't be looking in the wrong places either for all that. Exactly. It's a beautiful analogy, actually. I've never heard that. Yeah, I was. I heard that, and I was like, "Wait, what? What did he say?" I like rewinded like three times, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I, I that's, had like this whole that, moment. That's crazy. That's like a come to Jesus moment right mm-hmm. there. You're just like, "Whoa!" I had to like sit down. I was like, "Oh," <laughs> you're like, <"Oof." laughs> "That just hit me." Like, no, that's so true. And a lot of people, um, they. Like, you have to look for everything inside of yourself. You have to reflect. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the hard thing is nobody wants to think it's anything they've done. Right. They all want to blame everything else because it's hard. Like, we're, we look at our life through rose-colored glasses, but we're also our worst critic. It's, like, a hard. It's a complex thing. But, mm-hmm. like, if you don't constantly look back at yourself and, you know, um, think about how you can improve and, like, how you can heal – you're really never going to be able to like live your full like best life right well self like self-love without self-awareness is Mm -hmm. totally pointless like you can go out and treat yourself and say no to everybody and do all this and do all that but if you're not aware of the things that you need to love about yourself more and things that you need to change that aren't in alignment with who you really want to be then what are you really doing you know exactly that's so true yeah there's just a lot that goes into it like just being like um people think that like self-care like or self-awareness is like being mean to yourself and I'm like no like that's just literally like you're just knowing that they're just making sure you're like a better person all around right. and that way you can treat yourself accordingly because the way that I do it when I when people reach out to me and they're like okay like I really want to change my life like how am I going to get there the first thing that I tell them is think about the people that you really truly look up to or like that inspire you like what about them makes you so happy to be around them makes you so excited that you're going to see them or hang out with them or talk to them like what is it Mm -hmm. and then how can you reflect that back into yourself like what do you need to change that's going to make you more outgoing if that's what you Mm -hmm. look up to or that's going to make you more understanding or patient or loving like all the things that we look for 
in a really good friend, like that's what you should strive to be. Mm-hmm. And whatever you need to do to get there, that's your journey. So true. So that's my. Book. It reminds me of a rest lyric. I I'm just like obsessed with rest. I know people are probably like, oh my god, she's so annoying with that, but. Um, the last podcast me and my boyfriend did together was um, we were talking about how the music you listen to should align with your beliefs. Right. And I was like, oh my God, literally everything Russ says, I'm just like, oh my God, same. I agree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, with business, with manifesting, with everything. And he says in his song called The Journey, he says, there's no destination. Like the journey is everything. Right. And when when I heard that, I was like, holy crap. I was like, oh my God. I'm always thinking like, Oh, when I when I get here, when I get to this goal, I'll be happy. When I get to this goal, you know, I should I should do this by this. And I'm like, it's never it's never gonna end if I just never keep thinking of things like that. Right. And people do that too. It's like, oh, like once once I turn sixteen, once I turn mm-hmm. eighteen, once I turn twenty one, once I turn twenty five, it's like it's always something. Mm-hmm. And people will wait until that time in their life. And then you didn't put in the work up until then. And then you're stuck wondering why your life isn't the way you wanted it to be. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. And people, um, they will just wait as if there's like some type of timer, you know, and then they're like, okay, I can finally be happy now because I'm this age. Yeah. And I'm like, you can make any age awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody has storms, but there's no such thing as like a bad age to be. Right. That's funny. I was just having that conversation too, where it's like, you, I'm the kind of person that's like, no matter what phase the moon is in, I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. look at the moon. Mm-hmm. Or no matter what day it is, it's like, oh, I'm like so glad it's Tuesday because it's like the beginning of the week. It's a fresh start. Or I'm so glad it's Wednesday. Like we're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Or when it's Friday, like I'm, you just, you can just find something to be excited about. And that changes your whole life. And it, yep, it changes your whole life. Because I know people yeah. that are like ride or die wait until Friday. Oh God! Until they can be really excited about anything. Those are like the most like, and I mean, I'm not like I was once that person, and that's why like I'm just so like convicting in this yeah. speech. Like I don't want anybody to think I'm coming at them. I'm just mainly coming at my former self because everything you're saying is just reminding me of how I used to be. Mm-hmm. When I would literally just be like, like Monday through Thursday, I would just be like, oh my God, I hate my life. Like what the hell, like for, um, for school and stuff. And then I get to Friday and I'd be like, finally I can be happy. And then you're miserable for like four days out of the week. Yeah. And you have three days where like, cool, like I can be happy, you know? Yeah. And then like, really only two and a half. Sunday night comes out. Like Sunday yeah, night, like, it's damn all it. over. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um. I love Tuesdays and Wednesdays because that's when everything's like empty in the day. Yep. Like hell yeah, this is like the best time to see a movie, you know? Oh yeah, like matinee. Yeah. <laughs> and then on Friday you're like, you know what? Friday's awesome because everybody I know has the day off tomorrow, you know, the weekend. Yeah. So it's just people like I don't know, there's just like I said, it goes it goes back to like the structure of society, you know. Mm-hmm. supposed to get the job after after uh school and then you drive your car like 30 minutes or however long to your job and then you wait for friday you have a good weekend and then you start all over again yeah 
and I'm like I am just so like I just get uninterested so fast for mm-hmm. things that are just genuinely uninteresting yeah. that I just have to be doing something awesome every day or else I'm just like what the hell am I doing with my life yeah see like I have Gemini and Pisces in my chart and mm-hmm. so I get bored like super easy I'll be over it I'm like this is like I'm done I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next thing I'm ready to experience the next thing and I had to it took me a long time to really take that energy and direct it into gratitude rather than complaining mm-hmm. like I'm going to complain about the week and now I'm going to complain about the fact that like the weekend's almost over and now I can complain about this and now I can, like and taking that and turning it into being excited about things and being able to find a million things to be excited about throughout the day because mm-hmm. it's it's so much easier like you the way that you connect with people even like with memes nowadays it's like oh we're best friends because we hate the same people or we hate the same mm-hmm. things or we and it's like damn like I used to think people that stuff was hate. so funny mm-hmm. and now I'm like oh like that's so ugly exactly I know it's crazy like we've like me and you have both like just evolved a lot you know but it's just I feel like the law of attraction I mean sadly enough it's kind of just for a select few Mm -hmm. who actually like believe in it and like do work towards it yeah because I I honestly involuntarily got into the law of attraction just because I was like I was just like damn I'm just tired of doing dumb shit with my life Mm mm-hmm so I was just like, I just wish there was a better way. And then I just, better way started happening. And I was like, yeah. damn. And then I was just like, I just started Googling stuff. And then boom, that's where I was. Like, nobody taught that to me. Nothing. Like, everything in my life has, like, been pretty much accidental. <laughs> yeah. But that's, like, the beautiful thing about it is, like, the law of attraction is always in process. It's always happening. It's law. But it's your mindset and your emotional catalyst that makes mm-hmm. it happen so if you're focusing on the negativity that's what you're creating it's like a boomerang mm-hmm. like it's always working. easy to find a yellow car when all you think about is yellow cars right and then honestly like um I've been thinking about the word leverage a lot I don't know why I just think it's like such a powerful word in business mm-hmm. and every show I've been watching lately has had the word leverage in it yeah I'm like what the hell like I never heard of that word until like a few months ago and now it's everywhere yeah so people like the power of the mind is just insane like the mind is your most powerful organ because the brain named the brain you know Mm -hmm. so I'm like people like and that's why I'm like so big on mental health too because I'm like you guys your brain is everything yeah like, it's always mind over matter. Like, literally, every in every saying in the book, it all has something to do with, like, law of attraction. But people are just, like, so – they don't want to – they don't want to hear about that. Yeah. I think they they want to just, just wanna, be, like, a lot of people you know, in their own ready. negative space bubble. Yeah, and they're just – a lot of people are not ready to take responsibility for mm-hmm. the fact that they're in charge. Right. Like, if you – if you have to really take ownership of the fact that you are the one driving. Mm-hmm. People get really, really sensitive about it. Because mm-hmm. people want to just be like a product of like a fa- uh, fate and like yeah, 
you know, things like that. And I'm like, I don't believe in fate. I believe in, well, I mean, I believe in controlling your own. But um, like a good example is like, like my boyfriend, like the second I met him, I was just like, something in me was like, I was like, I'm going to marry him. Like, it was just a weird thing. I was just like, because he was just like my coworker at work. Like, and I just saw him and I was like, damn, he's like, I'm going to like, I know he's going to be something to me. And I was like, oh God, that's such a weird thought to have. And so I try to get that out. But then sure enough, you know, like almost two years later. (laughs) There you are. It's just, it's crazy. Like the mind is just, every day I'm just in awe of the brain. I really am. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how, how in control we are, Mm -hmm. but how out of control everybody feels. Yeah. Everybody just feels like, oh, this happened because, um, like, I I don't know why I have a bad life, but I just have a bad life. Yeah. And I mean, I've been in that mindset before where I'm just like, God, I have a good life, I guess. And then I'm like, what a terrible way of thinking. Yes. But that always manifested into just worse things for me Mm -hmm. and people were kind of speaking that over my life too because I was speaking it I had a coworker that was like why does shitty things always happen to you and I was like yeah why but then it's because I was always I only ever told her about shitty things that happened to me Mm -hmm. so she was like why does why does shitty things always happen to you and then I was like holy shit yeah shitty things do always happen to me why and then I realized, like, wait, like, I can't have that thinking. That's just, like, nasty. Like, why do I want to have a terrible life? Like, I'd rather die. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like you're dying anyway. Like, if you're not really living in your truth, I feel like you're mm-hmm. slowly dying. And- yeah, that is so true. Because it's literally, like, um, like, there's nothing that's really giving you life. Mm-hmm. You're just, like, and that's existing, just, like, taking up air. That's a saying, too, right now. Like, or I guess not right now. It's been for a while but like oh that gives me life like oh you're giving me life like people say that about makeup and fashion and clothes all the time it's like Mm -hmm. what is really giving you life that life force energy yeah like you really have to just be around things that give you life you just have to be constantly filled with life Mm -hmm. and I know people just like they just get kind of people get really scared when you talk about it I know they're like give me like what do you mean like like uh and I'm like dude like I'm tired of explaining it but I never get tired of explaining it but I'm just like I can't deal if somebody's just so in the in the negative mind space because I was there before you know right and I had to get myself out of it because I realized like damn I hate being miserable (laughs) yeah that I didn't have like a lot of people will have like a moment of radical change where it's like Mm -hmm. oh like I got so sick and I almost died and I told God like if I if you give me another chance I'll I'll live every day like it's my last day or like they have some dramatic thing and I was just kind of tired of living a life that didn't make me happy Mm -hmm. like I just got sick of hearing myself complain in my head yeah it just gets old you know it does, like it's old so fast, but people, it's just it's a comfort zone thing. Yeah, it's just a lot. It is a lot. We could talk about this like forever. <laughs> I know. I'm like, damn, this is gonna be my longest podcast. But you know what? People love long podcasts because I have some that are freaking long, and people still listen to them. 
That's crazy. But did you want to talk more about your businesses before we wrap it up? Because I do want to plug that for you. <laughs> yeah. So I do uh, 3D makeup. So it's it's all cream based and it's basically instead of like the traditional, you do a layer of primer and then foundation and then concealer and then contour. Mm-hmm. Like it's only what you need when you where you need it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's all, they all come in like these little singles. So they're super convenient for travel. But we also have like the compacts uh, with them. They all come with mirrors and mm-hmm. they're super sleek. I'll have to like post some more pictures. You guys can find them on social media. Um, official Don't Think Feel on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, but yeah, there's that. And then I do um, hair consultations for it's an all natural. It has essential oils and plant oils, and it's for promoting hair growth, but it's a whole detox recovery and then stabilizing process. And so a lot of people will use like shampoos and stuff that have waxes and parabens and sulfates and things that will make your hair feel good because it's coated and all this stuff, but then Mm -hmm. your hair can't breathe. And so then your hair starts looking worse and then you buy more products to make it look better. And that's kind of like the cycle of getting you to buy more. And so this one will actually, it's, it's designed to like clear out all of your pores because the way hair works, uh, when the pores clogged, it will completely like the hair follicle can't make it through. So it'll go dormant. If it's dormant for too long, it'll completely die. And then that's it. Like you're done. You can't bring it back. Yeah. And then that's when people start getting like receding hairlines or like bald spots or especially like where my baby hairs are. Because mm-hmm. I'm always like putting like contour there and stuff like that. They never grow. And I Damn. like did the detox. I wasn't even into it. My best friend put me onto it and she was like, just try it. Cause I bleached my hair one time mm-hmm. thinking I was going to be cute getting like this blonde. That's me right now. And so. <laughs> We bleached it once and then she toned it the wrong color. And so then we bleached it like that next weekend back to back. Oh. And my hair was just like totally, it was never the same. Like the, I have naturally curly hair. There was parts that wouldn't curl. There were parts that where it would just like, it was just coming out and like, it was a hot mess. And so I've been trying to bring it back and like bring it back to life. And so my best friend was like, you need to try this. You're, it's like right up the alley of all of your hippie shit. Like it has all of the essential oils and stuff. It's vegan. It's perfect. Like, just try it. And I was like, dude, no, like whatever. Like at this point, I'll try anything. And so mm-hmm. I finally tried it and I was like, why didn't you tell me about this? And she's like, dude, I've been telling you about this for like months. Don't <laughs> even come at me. And I was like, okay, you're right. But where can I get it? So now I... Because it's one of those things where you have to know someone to be able to get it. So Yeah. That's usually how I end up signing up for things is because I'll fall in love with it. And then I'll start referring people. And it's like, dude, you're referring all of these people to me. Why don't you just sign up and then you can just be the resource. So, yeah, those are the two that I'm on right now. And then I do doTERRA essential oils, which are pretty self-explanatory. Um, yeah, but 
consults are free right now just because I have the time and the energy and it's what I love to do. So if you mm-hmm. want to learn more or you want to talk about your hair goals for summer's coming up, then I'm your girl. Hit me up. Yeah, everybody go ahead and hit her up at official don't think feel on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I love this conversation. Of course. I had so much fun. It's me like, too. Thank you so much. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, dude, this is crazy. This is the first time we talked on the phone. People are probably going to think we know each other forever. I know. <laughs> I'm like, cool. uh, no, Instagram. That's where I meet all my people. Yeah. It's funny, though, when you meet someone and you just like totally click. It's yeah. And then you're just like, damn, this you. is weird. It's like good, but like weird. You're just yeah. like, oh, like, how do I? Ah. Like, were you low key stalking me? Do you know my life or what? <laughs> I'm like where has all this life been yeah so we will definitely keep in touch but I am so glad that I was able to be part of this me too thank you so we'll talk later and we probably will be able to do a podcast uh, follow up update in the next whenever we're available whenever we're both available yeah all right thank you so much bye bye all right cash money fam you know where to get at her on instagram at official don't think feel get at me at cash money priscilla uh, i have two lash brands at leo.lashes at cash money lashes i also have my podcast at cash money podcast so go ahead and tap in uh if you're from the podcast let me know that'd be dope if you guys have any suggestions on what i should do a podcast on or people i should interview or if you want to be interviewed whatever just hit my line i usually always check my dms or get at me on twitter i will most likely always respond at leo lashes one thank you guys